Hello and welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. This week's episode is brought to you by Cousin Brent's Ball Bags. Are you looking for a ball bag that won't rip open and spill your bowling balls all over the dirty floor of a bowling alley? Well, good news, bowling nerds. The all-new line of Cousin Brent's Ball Bags is now on sale. You better believe that Cousin Brent's got that primo ball bag shit. We're talking double ball bag size with rollers that have three-inch rubber wheels with a retractable square non-locking handle that fits up to shoe size 16. You might be saying, well, mysterious non-committal accented voice, that sounds pretty impressive, but why don't you put the fucking cherry on top of this ball bag Sunday? How about a goddamn six-year warranty, you jagoff? You burnt! Head on over to CousinBrentsBallBags.com to get the ball bag that you so desperately need. Enter the code MINDGAP at checkout to get a free embroidered microfiber bowling towel to make sure your balls shine brighter than the sun. This week's episode is brought to you by Elfin and Castle, located at 185 North Wabash and 111 West Adams in Chicago, Illinois. Look, I know you're looking for that perfect English pub experience so you can grab some incredible drinks and tasty food. Elfin and Castle has you covered. They have excellent daily drink specials, happy hour Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m., and some delicious-ass food for you to chew on while you watch some fucking sports. Come on down to Elfin and Castle at 185 North Wabash or 111 West Adams in Chicago, Illinois, and tell them that Mind Gap Podcast sent you. On this week's episode, I give Justin an update about how my daughter's been a bit of a dick to me lately. We discuss the delicious bounty of Aussie food that was gifted to us by the wonderful Jared Urbis. Justin talks about getting a physical and we discuss our vices. And then we talk about how the Harry Potter sequels are a bit disappointing for me. Grab your seats, get your tickets, and get ready to ride this train to Podcast Town as we scream choo-choo and head into episode 213 of Mind Gap Podcast. Mind Gap Podcast. Natalie will ask, where, will ask where something is, and I go, it's, it's up your butt. And she just looks at me perplexed. She goes, it's not up my butt. I'm like, I think that's where it is. Did you check up your butt? And she'll kind of like go, it's not up my butt. I'm like, all right, get used to it, because this, this, this joke's coming. <laughs> all Did, day, every day. Your joke's going to be on you when she finally like sticks a finger in there and goes, no, and like just starts wiping that everywhere. Oh, that's, that's cool. I'll take her outside and hose her down like a goddamn prison criminal she is. But... Not before she gets poop on your, all over your house. That's fine, because then she'll come in and clean it up <clears throat> with her mouth. Oh, God. Yep. Don't fuck around in my house. DCFS listens, listens to this show. I know they do. Yeah, okay. Shout out to DCFS. This episode of Mind Gap brought to you by DCFS. 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 This episode brought to you by DCFS. Maybe that will be the fake ad. I don't, know. I don't know if that'd be funny, but I'll see if I can try. <laughs> DCFS. DCFS. We take care of your kids. <laughs> we slather them in deet. 
Oh, DEET is good for you. No mosquito bites for your children. No life for your children either. When you have a DEET CFS. A DEET CFS, we take care of your bugs. <laughs> um, Welcome to the chat. I don't know why I can't always chat. Um, yeah. She's been kind of a dick to me lately. Why? Don't know. I think she's just leveled up as a personality. <laughs> she's like become much more complex in, in what she, how she communicates and stuff, but at the same time, she can't handle her emotions. So okay. like she's just she's just ah the drop of a head. But she's like there's some days where she's mean to me and I can handle it. Yeah. And I'll just be like, nah, I don't fucking care. Whatever. Be a difficult be difficult. But there's other days where I'm like, <laughs> I made you breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you won't let me get you out of your car seat. Why? Why can't I wake you up from your nap? Why why when you go, Dad, you can leave now? I'm like, ah Doug, that is you have if that's starting now at what, three and a half? Like I said, there's times I can handle it and there's other times where I was like, Not today, child. <clears throat> you got a long road ahead of you. Uh, this weekend, case. like she was just being such a dick and we were gonna go to the library, we we're gonna go to the bookstore, we we're gonna go hang out, and we got into the car and she was just being so like Meh. I don't want to be around dad. I literally just calmly looked at Jill and Natalie. I go, I can't do this. Open the door. And I walked out. I go, you guys go. And I just went back in the house. Oh. I was like, I can't do this yeah. right now because I will fucking lose my mind. I'll be like, fuck you. I will just, I, 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 <laughs> I, I was proud of myself to be like, this would be a bad idea to try and attempt to continue on because the slightest thing will set me off and yeah. it won't go well. <clears throat> yeah. And it, it, it's been it's been a rough few days, rough couple of weeks, really. Yeah. And she's been kind of just a dick about <clears> it. And I turned to Jill and I go, "Look, someday this is going to turn on you." And I just want you to know, I get it. <laughs> I there. got it first, I'm and there. I'll I'll be here for you. Yeah, that's that's I can't even imagine how rough that is. Like when you, I know, yeah. Well, because like when you were younger, when she was younger, when you were younger too. Um, there was that point where, like, her and like she was, Joe was nursing her, and so there was a. It made sense that there was going to be a a bond there that was different than what you and Natalie had. And I know there was times where she was like, "Mama," and she wanted mom, and you were like, at the time, I was like, "Does that bother you?" And you're like, "You know what? No, not really. It's cool." And I was wondering if if that were to continue, if that would start to wear on you. Well, the thing is, it's just the way in which she says it, yeah. and I know she doesn't really understand, but right. she's just such a dick There's in the way she communicates. There's malice behind it, but it's, it's just an it's, unintended, it's like... It's rude yeah. in what she does. Well, she'll be like, it doesn't take the I sting want away. mom! And it's like, fuck you! <laughs> like, I'm here, right. mom's downstairs, efficiency-wise, I'm right next door. Right. I'm going to come get you because you're awake. And she's like, well, I don't want mom. Like, I don't want. I'm just like, uh, okay, I'm not going right. to. And there's some times where I'm calmly going to be like, I'll just let you work this out. And other times I'll be like, fucking knock it off. And, you know, it's just, it doesn't go well. Yeah. And, uh, but I mean, there's times too where she's real cool. Like one of the new nighttime rituals is she wants me to go upstairs and she wants me to hide and she tries to find me. That's cool. Which is hilarious because I just get the shit out of her. But she likes it, which I love. So she doesn't just like. Bust out crying. She kind of like has that weird like over a course of one second, you see all of the, like right. uh, terrified into laughing into like oh that was really cool. Yeah, do it again. She's got to process the emotions. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's been really fun because I've I've gotten her pretty good a couple of times. Yeah, like what, I was hiding behind the bed, but she was thought I was in uh, the the bathroom, so she was like focusing on the bathroom, and I was in her periphery, and I went la. She, ah! <laughs> she collapsed the ground. I just saw it all the range on her face, and then she ultimately just started laughing, and she's like. One more time. One no, more time. No, it's time for bed. And last night, I was hiding behind the door of my office, and she like came in with Jill's uh, flashlight on her phone. So it's cute just to see this little flashlight. <laughs> Looking go, around. Yeah. <laughs> 
So it's been that's been fun, and yeah. she's also we play this game on my computer called um, Orcs Must Die Two. It's a very fun, silly game. It's like a tower defense game, but you build traps and try to kill orcs. <clears> and she'll be like, "Dad, do you want to go fight the orcs?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I do! Come on upstairs." That's awesome. And I'll set up traps, and she'll be she loves the fire traps because they as they walk across, they like go ah, 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 as they catch on fire. So you're te- you're teaching her to basically really enjoy torturing other beings, other monsters. Well, I mean, look. Just because it's something that just because the orcs don't look like you, they're bad. Yeah, that's Jared. Come back. There's some propaganda, right? Jared, come back. <laughs> Jared, come back. You can blame it all on me. Jared, come back. I don't know the rest of that song. Uh, for the record, I'm almost through all my Tim Tams. I've actually made it over a week. Now, I will. Uh, I brought those to work. Because I was like, you know, it'll be fun to, to you know, be, be, people bring in when they travel to other countries, they'll come back with treats. And I'm like, you know, I haven't traveled to another country in a while. So someone brought these to me. I'm like, oh, Beth had some. Don't worry, Jared. And then I was like, I'll bring these to work. Monsters at work demolished them. Like mm-hmm. we're talking like an hour and a half, two hours flat. That thing was I'm just impressed they made like, two hours. The, like torn apart. It was just fucking monsters. And I will say this too. The Vegemite crackers. Not bad at all. Mm-hmm. Not bad. I could not taste like it. Did not taste like Vegemite on a crack. It just tasted like a seasoned cracker. Mm. I, I I had quite a few of them that day. So and then well threw done. It out and uh, cursed and set the trash on fire. That's right. I said, no, <laughs> not again. Back to you, the dimension you came from, beast. <laughs> the Tim Tams. Did they taste? Those were so. I don't know how you guys have teeth. Yeah, right. Jared, those were so sweet, though. Yeah, I know. I don't remember the first pack being that sweet. Do you? Oh, I do. Do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Maybe it was, well, the, we did, we also maybe it was the Tim Tam Slam that uh, that that made it that cuts that sweetness a little bit. Keep for your me. slam, that's for sure. <laughs> um, ooh, that was gross. Right now, um, the Tim Tam Slam coming up. Ugh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I, I was afraid because, by the way, uh, Jared was very nice and gave us those Kinder eggs. I smell that. Yeah. That burp you just made. Yeah. Is now on my side of the table. Yeah, and that's I blew gross. it down. So I mean, based on Jetstream oh. this time of year, I mean that would obviously flow. It's not good know, at all. Guess what I had? Guess what that's from? Can you, you waft it in? And think what? what Honestly, it, it smelled like a Cool Ranch Dorito. <laughs> that's not. And I know you don't eat that, I know, so I know. I'm very confused. So you know we got there Pepsi be, in there, but what else is there? Was there teriyaki chicken? Nope. Okay. <laughs> was there was there broccoli? Nope. You had something with spices. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah, there's a little bit of garlic. Was it garlic in there? in there? I thought I smelled garlic. Was it a pasta based dish? Mm-mm. Rice. Mm-mm. Salad. Nope. Okay. Salad. How dare you? I'm just asking. Uh. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. Pizza. Was it pizza? I was going to guess. My next guess was going to be pizza. Now, what what company? What what brand? Well, Jets. Yes. Yes. <laughs> nice. He did it. First try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can smell Jets pizza, guys. Uh, oh, interesting. He said, Jared said, pretty sure Chris took dark chocolate Tim Tams to you. So, which is interesting because I feel like, isn't dark chocolate, It's I guess it's more bitter, not sweeter. I wonder if that makes a difference. We're going to have to do a taste test now. We're going to have to go to Australia and get both Tim Tams mm-hmm. and do a taste test. There we go. A Tim Tam taste test. Tim Tam taste test. Yes. On a Tuesday. Yep, on a Tuesday. <laughs> on a Tuesday. <laughs> um, yeah, that was. they were delicious. And I was afraid because he gave us those Kinder Eggs. Mm-hmm. And uh, the which one... You, which you... So tell the tell the listeners about your Kinder Egg. Well, so if you know what a Kinder Egg is, you fucking idiots, it's it's an egg that's not. A, it's so awesome, it's not allowed in the U.S. Actually, it's a band. that's not true. It's I've, very true. I found those at the the market 
in my building. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it's an illegal item, so don't report them. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I will take a picture of it. I'm, I am I am 99.9% sure it was a Kinder Egg. So essentially, it's it's a chocolate egg, and inside there's a plastic container that has like some toys inside of it. Yeah. So the idea is that kids have bitten into it and swallowed shit and choked on them. So I just call almost, that, that is, that is natural selection. That is like, Darwinism at its that's best. That's called food. That's called um, food. Um, my big thing I've always had is like gushers. It's like choking hazard. I'm like, all food's a choking hazard. True. All of it. But it's I get it. For that specific thing, it's usually kids are going to be eating it. So I get it. But sure. That aside. Again, natural selection. Jared was so kind. He brought these all the way from Australia and he gave them to me, and I'm like, I can't wait to give this to Natalie. And as I was now, now it's an egg. To be clear, again, if people don't know, it's sure. an egg that is meant to be cracked open. Mm-hmm. When you're when you are ready to consume it, you crack it open, and the, the prize is inside. Mm-hmm. So it is it is a fragile egg. Yes, of made sorts, of chocolate. Yes. Made of chocolate. And Jared transported it from Perth to Sydney, from Sydney to maybe one other layover, and then to Fort Wayne, Indiana. And then from Fort Wayne to Chicago, all in one piece. Bad news. Multiple Jet eggs. Jetstream may be bringing another burp your way. I'm sorry. I hate this. <laughs> uh, multiple eggs. He, he carried all the way through. So basically, he passed his junior year uh, where you had to care for the egg, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So he made, the, he, he made the baby come safely to America. Yeah. Then he handed it to you. And in five minutes, what happened? No, it wasn't even five minutes. It was less than five he minutes. He handed it to me. I'm like, I can't wait for Natalie to get this. And I dropped it and it broke open. Prize came out and I, I was just, like, all right. I stared at it and I was like, uh, well, I guess I got to eat this now. And I ate it so and I Doug took the consumed toy. consumed it and opened the toy. And Justin, being so kind, was like, he, he hands me as he goes, this needs to make it home. Right. I gave Doug Natalie. mine, and I was like, I, I don't need this. Yeah, he's like, Natalie can it really take love this, this home. And he put it in my pocket, right. in my jacket. And, uh, and I was like, make sure that you don't break this. It didn't make it. It didn't make it home. <laughs> I was on the train, and, and I got in. As soon as I sat down, I pulled it out. It was already like cracked around the edges. <laughs> and I was like, how did that happen? I was like, well, probably also because it was melted. It was, melt, it, like, it was, it was hot, hot as shit that day. Yeah, it was yeah. very, very hot. But it was also, so I was just sitting it very gently on the Tim Tams. But then I was hungry, so I opened up the Tim Tams. I made I ate a couple to make it a cradle. That's why I ate the Tim Tams. Absolutely. To make a little cradle. Smart is what that was. And before the end of the train ride, it was just coming more and more apart. To the end, I was like, no, it's cool. I can still make it. Then by the end, I was like, who are we fucking kidding? And then like a quarter of it just like caved in. I'm like, all right. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I was like, here you go. I was like, oh, I'm just going to hang on to that part. And Jill, I told Jill, I go, oh, these did make it. She goes, wait. So who did this come from? I was like, oh, our guest from Australia. Go. She goes, so you're telling me he got it all the way from Australia and you this couldn't is, get it fucking home? I'm like, I, I understand the story, Jill. I'm not a government agent, okay? I couldn't do it. All right? This what do you want from me? Jill. Yeah, she was. She, this just, is, she gets it. Yeah, she Jill fucking gets, gets it. it. So, but yeah, those, those were delicious. Those were fun. So yeah, another big thank you to Jared. If you haven't listened to his episode, uh, go back a week and listen to that episode. We had a lot of fun with him, and we very much appreciate him coming all the way to the States. Yes. Uh, we got to hang out afterwards. Doug had to, had to go home because he lives in the Burb, but we went out and uh, had a beer afterwards nice. and talked a little bit. So very, very, cool. very fun. That's very, very cool. cool guy. Yeah. Um, and lifelong friends now. We're besties. We have an oh, Aussie bestie. Right, Dan. That was a perfect Australian accent. Uh, I have not been to the doctor in well over 10 years. Mm-hmm. I'm dying. Okay. All right. No, I have not been over to the doctor well over 10 years. I finally had my first physical. In I was like, like, what are we doing? Probably, <laughs> probably 10 to 15 years. Nice. Uh, I had it yesterday. How are your balls? Uh, fine. Um, there's some vein in there that I had to watch out for, whatever. Um, Wait, what? 
So <laughs> uh, they do this thing now, though. When's the last time you had a physical? Like, do you go annually or? No, I probably should. Right. Um, I used to get my blood drawn yearly because as part of Jill's awesome uh, healthcare package she had with one of their companies, like they Biometric that. screenings. It was amazing. They yeah. draw blood and they get you, get, you knew exactly what was going on with what, but that doesn't happen anymore. So no, I haven't had a physical in a while. So they do, and I, again, I don't remember this at all, but they do a, what's called the safety portion now. And they ask you these safety questions. So one of them, they lead off by saying like, do you feel safe at home? And it's like mental, I think it's more like a mental health. Are you just doing safe things? And how's your, so, which I thought was interesting, but (laughs) this is where, so, you know, for, for those of you who are listening for the first time, those of you who know me know this, uh, I'm very sarcastic and anywhere where I can crack a joke, I will take that opportunity. And so he goes, do you feel safe at home? And you know, the, the moments where in your mind, it's like five minutes you've been debating, but it's like, it's like a nanosecond. Mm -hmm. So I went through this entire thing of like, I wanted to say, absolutely, I feel safe at home, but it's only because my wife tells me I have to say that. And then I'm like, and then I started going mm. down the road of like, where could this lead? Because that's the guy who's yeah. like, what do you got in the trunk? Oh, just anthrax. <laughs> exactly. You know, that's it's the kind like, of thing. All right, step out of the car. I was kidding. Doesn't matter. Mm-mm. You can't say bomb in an airport. Nope. Go Get to the back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was, I was, I'm, when I say I was so close to saying it, Doug, I was so fucking close to saying it. And then I went down this road of like, well, okay, so this is a doctor. He has to take anything I say seriously here. Mm-hmm. So this and this and this. And I'm like, I better hold back on it. But I thought it was, uh, I was very disappointed I did not get to make that joke. But I thought it was interesting that they do this mm-hmm. this thing now. And they ask like, you know, do you, do you bicycle? And I'm like, sometimes I skateboard. Do you wear a helmet? Yes? Good. And he said, good answer. He goes, when you take a Lyft, Uber, uh, ride share, taxi, or when you're driving, do you wear a seatbelt? I'm like, Yes. And I'm like, I don't when I'm in an Uber or a Lyft. How but dare you? Do you? Yes. Really? Always. Really? Yes. Okay. Promise. On our friendship. All right. Well, he's serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. Do. But I said yes, because I didn't want to start an investigation. <laughs> and so I was just answering the affirmative. Start invest- <laughs> uh, uh, we're going to, uh, he's just talking. He's like, that's great. He presses right. the button under the table. Guys <laughs> come in. They're like, sir, you're going to have to come with us right, for 24 hour observation. Truth serum. They're like, all right, sir. <laughs> Better to serum. Yeah. <laughs> So they, it was just interesting. They asked, then they got to the, like the alcohol thing and how many drinks do you consume, this and that. And then they right. asked about. You should ask how many I consume up my butt. Right. You ever heard of butt chugging? Yeah. Oh, you get you drunk. Chugga, 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 choo, choo. Choo, choo. <laughs> <laughs> was, Whis- get close and whisper that in his ear. <laughs> choo, choo. Why are you get, sir, why are you getting out of here? Please sit down. Please sit back in the chair. Choo, choo. Sir, did you know the proper amount of chuggas before chew is four? <laughs> chugga, chugga. Chugga chugga, choo choo. <laughs> so I'm feeling very gross right now. Yeah. So uh, or you can still stay on that bed. Uh, yell that as you orgasm. <laughs> chugga 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 chugga, choo choo. <laughs> Great. A four year old just made love to me. All aboard. <laughs> Destination ah oh, reach. Last stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all out of steam. I'm all out of steam. <laughs> Ticket, please. <laughs> you get really into the for the role play. It's like, God, what are we doing? No ticket. <laughs> what does that even mean? I like Indiana Jones. It threw me out of bed and I just they stopped having sex. It was no weird. Ticket. No ticket. Who no are you t- talking to? He punched me and threw me out of bed. To the live stream. Right. We're streaming. <laughs> you guys get that? Okay, yeah. we'll be right back. All right, go. Check it, check it, check it, check it. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, Jared goes pulling out of the station. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
Yes. Yes, Absolutely. Sir. Well done. Pulling out. That's it. Oh, God. That's <laughs> If you subscribe to that method of yeah. uh, birth control, you yeah. Say, you say that like when you're done. Pulling out of the station! <laughs> Shoot you! <laughs> I want that as like a ringtone. You just yelling, choo-choo. <laughs> choo-choo! Choo-choo! <laughs> Fucking Christ. Oh, my God. But then he asked about caffeine, too, and I'd never been asked about I've been asked the alcohol thing. I've been asked the smoking thing, but never caffeine. He goes, caffeine consumption. And I was just like... And this is, I was like, a lot. You're like three milliliters. I don't, yeah. I don't know. What are we talking? Like, yeah. We do a metric system because I just got done talking to a guy from Australia. Uh, but I was like, a lot? And he goes, how many cups? I was like. Like just straight caffeine? Yeah. Like, I was like, what are we, are we like mainlining this? What are we yeah. doing? I was like, I don't know. And then I started thinking about it and it made me realize I'm like six or seven cups a day. And I'm like, that's, a, that's too many cups of coffee. I think I now have a coffee problem. Like I never have, I did not ever have this problem before. But once we got the new coffee makers at work. I I consume coffee like it's water. I'll have a yeah. glass of water and a glass of coffee. Well, there you go. Or then, a cup of coffee. Well, then no problem then. It, the water cancels it out. Yeah, that's what I told him. Coffee's also 98% water, so there you go. Do you know what? You're right. Yeah. Hey, when that's you're right, it. you're right. I just, I, I was shocked at, like the alcohol, I'm like, I've thought of that. The caffeine, I guess I've never just really sat and thought of. You're not a coffee guy. No. But is there, like, is what do you, do you have a equivalent in the morning that you do? You said Mountain shower. Dew sometimes. I shower. That's yeah. like my coffee. Like if I don't shower, I'm lethargic the whole day. Okay. Like that's like my get me up and going. Same thing though. Like if I don't shower, I'm not me. If if I need to get a jump start in the day, and usually I'll go with some fucking tea or whatever okay. we have. And, and there's like some stuff that's not like old English tea where... Yeah. Uh, or English breakfast, breakfast. Tea, yeah, yeah, the breakfast tea where I'm like, no, nah, I gotta have sugar and cream for that to make yeah. that go down. But there's like this Zen tea that is also good if I have a sore throat or whatever. Yeah. And I just like I sit there, I stare at it. And I'm like, what's your cool? Because you can't let it get too cold because it's like drinking poison. But then if it's too hot, you're sipping it. And I'm like, I just need to down this in a shot. Yeah. And then I'm always like, Wah! I always make some horrible noise. And then it usually helps. It's amazing that you don't like. like I it, tea not, is the biggest lie in the human history. Please ex- elaborate on the that. The fact that someone tells me tea tastes good, I'm like, okay. And I go and I taste it. And I'm like, this is lightly flavored hot water. Okay. I was like, this does not taste good. Like, what about this? And like, well, you got to add stuff to it. I'm like, so it's just like the coffee thing. We're like, well, did you put cream and sugar in it? I'm like, yeah, I've done that. And it still doesn't taste good. I do my tea the same way I do my coffee. You know? Plain. Yeah. And it's like, and it tastes amazing. And I've, I've had people like, well, try these combinations. Put this, like, this orange in with this flower. <laughs> I'm like, that tastes like tropical garbage. Like, I don't know what you guys are doing here, but tea is a fucking lie. Yeah. It smells good, just like coffee smells good. Like, I, I'll smell that all day. I'll be like, man, that smells great. I, I, I wish it tasted like it smelled. It does, Mm-mm. is the thing. False. Now, do you like cilantro? I like salami. Not the same thing. Oh. But do you news to me? Do you like cilantro? Because <laughs> uh, there's I mean, people. I feel like you might have a similar thing. There are people who like Milos. When he tastes cilantro, he tastes soap. And there are people that like have like a like a taste bud avert their taste buds or whatever. However, their taste buds are made up. Do taste. What are you getting at, Justin? What are you trying to call me right now? A Serbian. Oh, wow! <laughs> I think it's obvious. I get to go home and tell Jill she's sleeping with a Serbian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I just yeah. think, I'm wondering if you have, if you're like, just 
Definitely don't. Uh, it's just I think what I'm looking for is a flavor of Pepsi, like a strong. You want everything to be popped. Well, I'm just saying, like <laughs> this is what I'm used to, and people are like, "Oh, it tastes so good." I'm yeah. like, "Cool." I'm looking for a refreshing drink. This is what I'm used to. Yeah. Where I'm thinking, like, "Ooh, let's get something, whatever." And I drink it. I'm like, "This is bland and flavorless," and I. It's like it's again and the fact that it's like. Because I've had warm drinks like hot cocoa, and I'm like, ooh, he has a little bit of sugariness there and a little comfort. Put some marshmallows in. I'm like, ooh, that, that's good. It's comfortable. And I'm like, yay! Some sort of non-broth with a bag of garbage in it <laughs> with a bag Christ. of leaf clippings. And it's just like, wow, it tastes so great. It can taste the allspice. You can ruin anything. <laughs> We're going to do... Eat- segment. Doug can ruin anything. That's easy though because the the challenge in life is not to it's too easy to ruin everything. It's just how can you make something great and I I can take the easy route. And you can't. But what I was getting at initially is do you have something where you look when you reflect on it you're like fuck I I consume way more of that than I thought I did. Um I mean, I've I tried to regulate soda intake yeah. and stuff like that. Um, I tried to. Well, keep I guess it. It, it, when we were at a assignment desk, like, you were you you would down the sodas. Yeah, I was pretty bad about that. Um, I've tried to be better with it. Like when I'm at work, I usually only have one with lunch. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, that's about the most that I'll do. Um, I try to keep it. I mean, I, I at this point, I have a little bit of soda every day, but I try to keep it pretty. I don't do anything straight, like straight Pepsi. Like, this is Pepsi Max. This episode brought to you by Pepsi Max. Um, so it's like not as bad. It's not great, but um, sugar content and stuff isn't too bad. But I'm sure there's cancer in there. So, uh, you know, you take what you get. Excuse me. Um, hey, what, are they, what, are they, what are they sweeten this with? Was it, it's not like aspartame, is it? They sweeten it. Caramel with, color. That's how they sweeten that's it. That's a caramel how you do color. It. A caramel color. Um, but yeah, that's the one thing. Acyl flame. Asshole fame. Asshole fame. Asshole flame. Asshole flame. <laughs> no, I think sugar, I think in general, is definitely something that I uh, have a very strong uh, pull to. Like Phenylalani? If I know... Oh, you it know, contains Phenylalani. You know Phenylalani? She's from the Philippines. Yeah. She's the sweetest lady. She used to she's, work at the hotel. She's amazing. Yes. You were saying sugar. Sugar's your thing. Sugar's my thing. Yeah. If I know there's treats around... Like, I always tell myself, nah, I'll just have a little bit. And then I'm like, I'll have a little bit more. Then I'm like, well, it's almost bedtime. I should have some before I brush my teeth. And then, you know, it's, I just, ugh. Like, we have a giant Costco-sized container of M&Ms. Because mm-hmm. that's kind of what we would use to, you know, give Natalie, like, oh, good job. You took a dump. Here's a couple M&Ms. Like, a, like when you train a dog. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. And uh, I'm like, I'll just have a handful. And then I'm like. Have Did you handful? take a dump? Uh, always. <laughs> well, okay then. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, just take a handful, handful, handful. And I'm like, what am I doing? And I just, the worst part too is I will see it. I'm fine if I don't see it, right? Okay. But then I walk by and then I'll obsess about it. I'm like, <gasps> there's little mini cinnamon rolls right there. I'm like, you can just, just have one. Just one. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, mm. well, it was just one. It's not, they're not that big. They're mini cinnamon rolls. And I'm like, oh, mm. that's another one. <laughs> yeah, portion size are also a big thing. Like, yeah. If, I'm not too great about that, but sugar in general, I'm I'm a real fucking sucker for it. For me, the thing that I'll get lost in, besides in my morning routine with the coffee and everything, the other thing that I will get lost in and I won't realize how much I'm eating until I start getting a stomach ache is like chips or yeah. crackers or pret- like anything salty and crunchy. I am, it's over. It's game over for me. Yeah. I'll sit there and mindlessly eat a bag of it and then I'll be, I'll get like 
almost down to the end of the bag, and I'm like, I should stop. And then I'll go, well, why should I stop? And then, and you're just like, oh, I feel like garbage. Well, that's the worst My part My tummy is, hurts. There's a part where you're like, holy shit, I ate that much yeah. in one sitting? And then you're like, well, it's almost gone. Right. <laughs> right. Well, it's like when I was, and uh, uh, welcome to Mr. Uh, adult Moment is uh, hey. on the stream. When I was out. Adult Moment. <laughs> adult Moment. When I was out in um, uh, California for the thing, Drew and I, when we came back to San Diego uh, the night before I left, we were on his porch, and I bought a uh, I bought a bag of chips, and I was like, "Oh, you know, we'll buy this." And you know, I know you like these chips. We'll leave them. There. And I ended up just mindlessly eating most of the bag of chips. And I just remember laying on the couch that night, going, "I've made a grave mistake. Yeah, <laughs> a grave mistake." There's a because great... their bathroom is in their bedroom. That sounds like so. I just sat a great story. I sat all night on that couch, going, "Ah." Uh, how long until the airport? <laughs> to that, and you're being like, uh, how often do you think they look under these cushions? I you know? <laughs> Where's that fucking litter box? <laughs> Guys, I think your cat's sick. See you later. Oh, man, what did Cappy do? I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> there was this funny, like Jill and I always reference the story, because back when 22-year-old Doug was in his prime, I went out to eat with uh, my mom and some of her friends at Outback Steakhouse, the true Australian place to eat. And, uh, That's where we should have taken Jared. Yeah, he would have. Come on, man. He would have loved it. Oh. Um, and Bloomin I just, onions. I got like appetizer, entree, and dessert. And back then, it was like, even a little bit to this day, people would be like, "God damn, you can eat a lot." And I took it as a badge of pride. <laughs> like, I was like, "You're goddamn right, I can eat a lot because I'm a big boy." And it was like this. This felt good when people were like, "You eat a lot." Yeah. And I was like. Looking back, I'm like, that's a sickness. Like, that's not okay. <laughs> it is, yeah. People struggle with this their whole lives. And it's like, it's a sickness. It's a demon in my blood. And um, we went back to the hotel, and I was just, I was like, just laying there. And I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, I ate way, way, way too much. And then, like, 15 minutes later, like, we had this giant bag of candy. No. I go, you know what? This sounds crazy. I go, I think I'm hungry. Jill goes, really? And I rolled over and everything shifted. I go, nope. No, I'm not. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Apparently, there was a little room that had settled, and I shifted, and I was like, nope. Full of good. Not, full of not good. good. We reference that all the time. <laughs> Just I'll roll over and be like, Burp. bad news bears. Uh, I definitely have been in the same boat um, early on in our relationship. <laughs> I think when we were still dating, Beth and I went out with another couple uh, to a <laughs> – to a restaurant in her old neighborhood and we did we got a couple appetizers entree and then we got a uh like a it was a big um cast iron skillet cookie oh yeah and i ate my fair share of that Mm -hmm. um probably more than my fair share and it was one of those things where beth was like i thought you were eating a lot that night and i got home back to her place i was like i don't feel well and the night went on i'm like I don't feel well. And I, I went on and I went into the bathroom. Like, I don't feel well. And I just oh, lost it. And I was like, man. that was a waste of money. That was a waste, that was of, a waste money. of money. Oh, man. It's terrible. It's so funny, too. Like when you have those moments and you're eating a lot and all of a sudden you're like, your body just, I've had such, have you ever had situations where you're like, you have to just poop like immediately? Like your body's like, clear space now. Emergency vent. I don't know if, it, if it's ever come that, like in the, in the immediate. Like I've, I've eaten a lot and then all of a sudden it's like shortly thereafter my body's like, okay, we should probably make some space here because uh, we got a big, we got a big delivery here, guys. Eject. We got to go. It hasn't been like just diarrhea or anything, but my body's like, get it out. Right. Like, get it out of here because we're processing and we're going to have a lot of problems get a move on i'm 
curious. Jared has piqued my interest. He said, if and when you come to Perth, I'll take you to Outback Jack's. Mm. He said it's what Outback Steakhouse wishes it was. Oh, I bet that sounds awesome. So, Jared, I'm going to ask you as we continue on here, please uh, tell us why. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very curious about that. Um, yeah. I also say it sounds like a great uh, strip club. Outback Jack's? Mm-hmm. Come it's on what down Outback, Outback Steakhouse Jack's. wishes it was. <laughs> Eat some steak. Look at some titties. <laughs> Look at some areolas. Outback Jack's Bar and Grill. Ooh, that looks delicious, man. Ooh, franchising. Let's look what. That, yeah. <laughs> what is that? Meaty pork ribs. Ooh, that looks delicious. Looks like a, a really good steakhouse. It looks like a Friday's or a Chili's. What is it? Cannington, Northbridge, and Darwin only. Glendale, Maryland, Rose, Rouse Hill. Can, I don't know which one. I'm going to do this one. Yeah, that was a good choice. Trucker menu. It's Tucker menu, you fucking moron. Now that's a great stock. <laughs> I love being unnecessarily aggressive. That's like one of my favorite things to I'm do. I'm just going to keep re- reading things wrong. I want you to correct you me as I read You fucking idiot. You fucking dumb fuck. I was doing that today. Oh, salads. Hold on. I got to see. Let's see what okay, Jared... Okay, hold on. Oh, salads. Well, no, because Jared said he was making fun of the fact that we put sauces on everything. Oh, that's true. And every time I've eaten a salad since... I have been very, very aware of the amount of salad dressing that's on it. And I'm like, God damn it, Jared. You made me aware of salad dressing. Yeah. I won't stop. But <laughs> I won't stop. Yeah. Um, yeah. None of this. Caesar ah, salad. Caesar, Caesar salad. dressing. There you go, Jared. It, you yeah. Know. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just it's just a Jack's Bush salad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Jack's Bush salad. Don't get that one. It's very dry. <laughs> You gotta get through a lot to really get to the, a bush the meat of the salad. Bushranger salad basket. Wow. Okay. Outback beef salad. Outback beef salad. There, I dude, feel like these dude, are purposefully double on Outback beef sounds like if that were a dirty, like if that were like the Urban Dictionary sort of like sexual innuendo. What's what is <laughs> what is the definition of outback beef? Well, I'll tell you. We went for a walkabout. <laughs> She and I, the Sheila and I, went for a walkabout. Uh, Sheila and I. Yeah. Oh, my Sheila and I went for a walkabout, and, uh, you know, one thing led to another. He had some outback beef. <laughs> what does it mean, though? Uh, you know. If that you have to ask, like, you're not ready for so it. So, if we define outback beef, it seems like a very wild, gamey, and, like, tough piece of meat. It's when, you, it's when you've been in the outback for three days on a, on a camping trip, neither of you have showered, and then you just go to pound town. <laughs> I like where you're going. Because it's very gamey. <laughs> Outback beef definitely seems like we've been hiking in the woods, but we still love each other. We right. want to cherish this moment. And there's not uh, there's not a lot of foreplay. There's just like passionate smash town. Like it's going down. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I like to think it happens next to a thicket. <laughs> Or there's some sort of a some sort of a bramble. There's definitely some bushes involved in more ways. <laughs> very more dried out, yeah. Yeah, it's very it's, it's, dried out bushes. It's a very. It's one of those things where <laughs> it doesn't happen often, right? And it's like not something you really speak about. It's a special thing. Like we had some outback beef. Like it was very, yeah, very very. I it was your uh, it was your anniversary of the day, right? Yeah. It was. Yeah. What'd you guys do? Well, Michelle and I went. <laughs> no, for- but you don't really talk about it. You're like, well, yeah. we went camping. You're like, oh, that must have been really nice. Yeah, it was. It was great. It was very special. We had some alone time. Yeah, I get it. That's it. That's it. That's all. We looked at the stars. We looked at the stars. We looked at the fucking stars. 
<laughs> I really need to figure out the difference because I feel like I slip between Kiwi and Australian very often. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, that's exactly. I can tell it the moment. Did you hear it? Your your I tone it. changes, your intonation, and your your cadence. It switches a little bit. Yeah, you have more staccato. Um, I could just tell from your palate that you know it's vibrating a little bit differently when you when you vacillate between <laughs> Kiwi and Aussie. I uh, these prices aren't bad, man. These prices that are not does. bad. Oh, wait, wait. What is this down here? Toppers, sauces, and dressings. Jared, I think you lied to us. I think you guys do sauces just as much as we do. <laughs> At Outback Jacks. Out, Outback Jacks, a trucker steakhouse. Now, <laughs> now let me ask you this. Yeah. If, if, if Outback Jack was a sexual thing, what's an Outback Jack? <laughs> do we really have to explain? I feel like that is. Well, no, here's the thing. It's not what you expect it to be. It's not at all what you expect it to be. It's actually the cuddling that happens after the uh, Outback Beef. No, I would say Outback Jack is a even more passionate, like pounding, because it's like a jackhammer. I just thought it was a hand job in the Outback. That, or it's a guy by himself, right? Who's taking the nature gets to him. He's like, I can't handle this, and he does an Outback Jack. He's a oh, he's a real Outback Jack. That one. <laughs> I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. Don't go cap. Don't go camping with Kevin. He's yeah. a real outback jack. That, that guy is one hell of an outback jack. He will outback jack all. He marks his territory. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. That guy loves nature. And do not bring your Sheila. <laughs> no. 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 You no. won't lie. I mean, you'll hear howling right, in yeah. the distance. But <laughs> it's a type of root. <laughs> it's a type of root. Go find me an outback jack. Mm, I don't want to. You remember what root means? Oh yeah. 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 So, I, so both Outback Jack and Outback Beef are in the subcategory of a, of a good root. <laughs> a root and tootin' good time. A root and tootin' good time. <laughs> we are going to uh, be on the lookout for Mind Gap's uh, translation dictionary mm -hmm. coming to your uh, stores. Your stores. Uh, all your Just stores. in time for the holidays. <laughs> get a gift. Yeah. Uh, get, <coughs> get the new buttons that say Outback Jack. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and Outback Beef. Outback Jack, Jared says, it's when you reach behind and oh, give God. yourself a tug between your cheeks. Oh, no. Outback Jack. <laughs> That's it, man. You nailed it. Oh, man. He should know better than anyone. He's from Australia. He gets it. He, they, they coined He's it. He's from Australia, Missouri. That's you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Good. Are there any are there any continents that are named as like cities in the Absolutely. US? Absolutely. I think there like is. Like in Africa. Yeah. Illinois. Um, <laughs> what a confusing name. Named, <laughs> I, there is I it was actually literally I just came across this the other day and I can't remember where I was looking. Lo list of locations. What U.S. cities are named after countries? How about that? There's an answer for this. There you go. Um, like France, Colorado? I know I saw one that was named Australia. Um, <laughs> Peru, Indiana? Yeah. Peru. I've seen Peru. Kansas, Peru, Maine, Peru, Massachusetts, Peru, Nebraska, Peru, New York, yada, yada. Uh, there's Mexico. Yeah, Mexico, Missouri. We've uh, got that there's day. Poland. Turkey. Uh -huh. Turkey, Texas. <laughs> there's Germany, Georgia. Oh, my God. There's... Uh, China, Texas. Yeah, but what about continents? Is there like an Asia, Tennessee? <laughs> That's exactly where it would be, too, is in Tennessee. <laughs> Cuba? <laughs> uh, let's see. Is there a Europe? 
Europe, Arizona. This place is named for non. A list of U.S. places named for non-U.S. places. That is such as poorly <laughs> written. Uh, yeah, boy. Um, hold on. Because that would be absolutely confusing and hilarious. You walk in, you're like, "Hey, guys, welcome uh, to Australia, U.S. North Dakota, named uh, for continents." Let's see what we have. List of biblical names in the... No, we're not going to get what we need here. You know what I... Utah, I'll tell you what. Listeners, figure it out for us. <laughs> There's only seven continents, so... You do your work. You do your job for once. You do your job for once. I'm tired of research. Um, how? It's funny, because whenever I play games like SimCity, name, I, I can name a fictional character, no problem. But you asked me to name a fictional town, I'm like, uh... Just put anything with Berg after it. I was like, Asberg. Uh, nope, that's wrong. <laughs> I, f- I did not think that could go south. That went south. I'm always like, you know, Ville. I'm like, what? Uh, d- d- Darksville. Um, oh, man. Uh, d- d- we just dropped viewers. <laughs> Areola Town. Uh, oh, we gained him again. There we go. Um, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it's fair. Uh, towns are harder to name. Um, <laughs> Thank you for very... <laughs> Bricksburg. Bricksburg. Right? Sure. I just did it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a stupid name, so try again. Carpetville. <laughs> Table Town. There you go. I'm just looking at things in the room. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. fantastic. Um, Dugsburg. <laughs> Emailopolis. <laughs> We're terrible at this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, naming city sucks. Yeah, it does. Uh, that's why they steal them from other places. Like, Paris is a good one. We'll <laughs> just use that. We'll use Paris again. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm often, well, I guess, I mean, like, Chicago is, was made was taken from a root of a Native American word, wasn't it? You're going to really use root again? Really? In that context? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeep. I am. Yeep. Always <laughs> oh, got the yeeps again. <laughs> yeep. All right, someone someone shut him down. Kevin! Doug's got the yeeps again. Yeep. All right, it's better. <laughs> Thank you. More dangerous, but better. But better. It's creepier, but he's not going to hurt himself now. Might hurt someone else. Won't hurt himself. Yeep, yeep. Um, yeah, I don't know how... I, I don't know. I would be terrible as a like a city planner, mm-hmm. city designer. <laughs> I would be terrible at building buildings. I, I would mean, be terrible just... at laying things out, naming things. <laughs> like, you tell me to name a street, I'm like, I don't know, 4th Street. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay, can we do the number thing here? Is yeah. that stuff out at the table? Yeah, I, I would be terrible at having to come up with like the infrastructure of all of that like naming conventions and all of that kind yeah. of garbage the people who do that good on them yeah I'm sure, again, it's a different type of creativity yeah i mean i could come up with shit but it'd be like you know because it's like well let's what's around here well there's ash trees so we'll call it ash street asheville asheville you know and then there's a Maybe bunch that's of how you do it yeah that's really, swampton swampton yeah it's how it works for I the mean, most part, yeah. I think. I mean, that's probably what they're like. Ah, what do we got around here? We got the, the dirty old crick. Uh, we'll call it the Cricker Road, you know? Yep, that's it. <laughs> We're currently sitting in Basement Topia. There we go. Yeah. That was a terrible name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Name, I'm telling you, man, naming towns and places, it's difficult. Yeah. It ain't easy. It it's ain't why easy. we don't do it for a fucking living. But you want to tell me to make up a character's name? You got it. Make up a character's name. All right. Uh, here we go. Ronan Ogura. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. That's a common character name I use for most of my video games. Is it? Mm-hmm. I can't. I think I'm just terrible at coming up with things. <laughs> like fantasy names, I got them all day. When I when I am writing something, I 
I always will go through like the. I'll go through like. All right, my name Rick. No, that's a stupid name. <laughs> Bob. No, fuck. I just I don't know what to name him. And so then I'll just I'll go to a name generator and I'm like, let this computer name it for me. And I'll be like, great, that's it. Mm-hmm. There's only one thing I've ever tried to write that I actually like researched uh, meanings of surnames to try to figure out like like put the the surname like to the characteristic of the character. Yeah, and it was exhausting. Oh yeah, and I'm like, I don't I don't want to do this again. Because some of it, I feel like, you know, is if you go down that road and you're like overthinking, it's like, actually, if you look at the entomology of this name, it would tell you the whole story the whole time. Like Professor Lupin in Prisoner of Azkaban, which Natalie has watched. She wanted to watch. She's watched the first three. I am very surprised that she watched Prisoner of Azkaban. That's an intense one. That's where it starts to get into with the werewolf. Well, like it starts. To what get got really intense for her was uh, uh, Chamber of Secrets with the spiders. Uh, we had to skip. Oh that shit! Part. I didn't even think about Not that. Not to mention the giant basilisk too was also yeah, pretty scary. Yeah. What Whereas, about the what about uh, Voldemort in the back of his head? Yeah, you know that, that part. Okay? That part was kind of rough on yeah. her, especially because like she touches, uh, you know, that guy's hand starts fitting. He's like, ah! I'm like, Jesus, man! Like, did she get worried about the back of your head? No. At all? No. To that. really freak her out, you should draw a face on the back of your head. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of ways I want to fuck with her, and I might add that one to the list. <laughs> or uh, get, you should get like some of those, just get some prosthetics. We're really, at some point, we'll really like make a day of this. Mm-hmm. I'll come over, we'll get some like, some of that like, uh, that, that shaping gum that they mm-hmm. use for uh, the bald caps and everything. Yeah. And we'll really like go to town making a face in the back of your mm-hmm. head. And then you can just walk around acting like it's normal. Yeah. And then when she goes, Dad, you go, what? Yeah. You know? <laughs> you go, what? The end. The end. The what? End. And the video ends. And the, yeah, that's what. <laughs> what? World star? <laughs> Jesus Christ. War, war, war star. Um, yeah. That's, that's funny stuff. But yeah, she's really been into it. I'm, I've been really thrilled about Did it. Did she ask to watch them? Did yeah. you say, hey, why don't we try this? I introduced her. I said, hey, there's a movie I'd like you to watch. It's called Harry Potter. And she watched the first 20 minutes. And she's like, I'm good. And then she quit. But then later on, a couple weeks go by, she's like, I want to watch Harry Potter. I'm like, cool, we'll watch it. She watched it all the way through. Interesting. And then she watched that first one for a while, which is by far my least favorite because it's just so childish. And yeah. I'm like, ugh. And I go, just this weekend, I go, you know, Natalie, there's, a, there's another one. I go, there's actually a lot more. I, do you want to watch it? I go, I'll let you know. This one's kind of scary. She goes, oh. I go, yeah. I like, you know, if it gets too scary, you let me know. We'll, we'll stop it or we'll skip past it. Okay. She's like, okay. And she started watching it and, you know, she was really enjoying it. And then, you know, once we got, the only part she really struggled with, with was the spiders. Yeah. And, you know. The, I do too. I don't blame her. It's like the big, it gives the close-up shot of like Aragog and he's like talking. He's got his eyes look like they're wet. And she's like, I don't like it. Yep. Like, yeah, you know what? That's fair. I'm cool. We can yeah. just skip past yeah, it yeah, as yeah, the spiders yeah. are about yep. to attack. She's like, um, you know, in the Basilisk too, because there's that animatronic part. I'm like, hey, just so you know, it's going to get a little spooky for you, but it's going to be all right. Yeah. But personally, Azkaban wasn't too bad as far as like, you know, you've got um, the wolf, you've got the werewolf. Um, the Dementors and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it not too bad. She okay. got a little freaked out with the Dementors, but not too bad. And <clears> then, <throat> apparently, while I was out getting groceries, she'll goes, she texts me. She goes, she wants to watch the next one. I go, yeah, no, don't do that. It's where, he, it's where uh, well, what's his like, name dies, right? Well, I was thinking, I was like, the end's kind of scary, but then I was like, no. I mean, the first part starts with an old guy getting murdered. Uh, there's a snake. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. And then he goes to the Quidditch World Cup, and then the Death Eaters show up. 
And then, uh, you know, you got you all got the dragons. You've got people trying to she drown. She probably liked the dragons, but I think the underwater the stuff would be, yeah. be kind of scary. Um, oh, just the whole maze itself. Yeah, that, yeah. that part's really scary. Plus, then, Mad-Eye Moody's a little creepy. Yeah, yeah, it's like Voldemort comes to pass. The guy cuts off his arm. Yeah. You know, like, there's just a lot yeah. of things where I'm like, nah, I don't think that would uh, We've that would watched one, two, and three. Now we'll wait a couple years. I was like, I usually would, I would love to continue watching these with you. So yeah. and I told her, I go, you know, when you get old, I just you know there's books with these. I was like, and mom and dad can read them to you. That's and when awesome. you get older, yeah. you can read them yourself. And she seems to really like it. That's really cool. Yeah. The, the thing that I think is fun about that is that you introduced it to her and then let it, like you didn't force it. Mm-hmm. You were like, cool, you're done. Great. And then she just sat on that and, and, and let it marinate for like a couple days or a week. And she's like, that thing we watched, mm-hmm. I'm curious. Yeah. What else is there? You know, yeah. like, and she came back to it. That's a cool age to be at where they can actually, it's not just like they see something that leaves them. Like they mm-hmm. sit and they're, you know, they've processed it for a while. Shit, and they're like, dude. I've been thinking about this, dad. Oh man, she yeah. remembers stuff. And I'll be like, what the fuck? Yeah. How did you remember that? Um, but yeah, she, that's kind of my thing is like, I'll introduce something to her and I'm like, I'm not going to ram it down your throat yeah. but it was just like the time she was like I want to watch Avengers I'm like are you sure I'm like okay I mean yeah. we'll fucking watch it I'll watch it all day and she turned it on she fucking loved it she loves Endgame yeah she fucking loves that movie <clears throat> has she uh, she's not like Infinity War I was gonna say does she yeah no <laughs> yeah she doesn't like Thanos in that one um, she that's fair to, that's, she's like nah, 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 not a fan because he wins no, that part where he's just beating everyone's ass, she's not a real fan of it. Like, in the forest? At the end? Uh, yeah, at the end. Like, yeah. Because I was watching it like just to get ready for Endgame, and she, I was like, hey, I just want to watch this. And she's like, I don't like Thanos! Just not a fan at all. Yeah. Thanos is beating ass wholesale. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, sorry. That's an interesting thing, too, because I'd never really considered that as a kid, you're watching this, and it, in, I get, I mean, I don't know if they have a concept that it's fake. Like, they're Probably seeing not. this, and they're like, these people are getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, and like just the, legitimately thinking like, Fuck. for a long time, like whenever some sort of action would take place, she would get really like uncomfortable. Like anxious, She's like, yeah. oh, cause I think she was still trying to process yeah, all yeah, that yeah. sort of stuff. Now she just asks a shitload of questions okay. all the time, which I know gets worse as they get older. I remember watching this video. This guy's like, I'm going to record myself watching Star Wars oh, episode. Shit. Episode A New Hope with my six-year-old for the first time. Okay. And he's like, you know, there's it a lot of Fun cuts. time to start, yeah. And all of it was just, he's like, who's that? What's this? What's this? What's that? What's this? And the dad was so patient. He's like, we'll just have to keep watching. We'll have to figure that out. And then he like... He sees Darth Vader. And he goes, "Is that his dad?" Like, just it was and it, not like he knew, wow. but it was just a common question. Because yes. Natalie will see like a smaller creature with two other creatures. She goes, "Are those are is that his parents? Is yeah. that mom and dad? Is that their baby?" And she's just, she, "What Harry Potter do?" What's or, that? Uh, yeah, or that kid is a fucking savant. He's and it. he's going to be like the next. Well, Jesus. it's funny because the guy looked over at the camera and he was like. No, he's like, you just keep watching. Sure, <laughs> no question, no more questions. Yeah, you know, because that's, that's also that's pretty cool, actually. It's also kind of hard to explain to some degree. It's probably harder to explain to an adult who's never seen it. It's like, all right, they're space wizards, okay? <laughs> Before as a kid, it's like, you know, that's a Jedi. What's yeah. a Jedi? Well, you know, they have these laser swords, and they use. Okay, cool. They'll accept it a lot easier. Yeah. And the same thing with Natalie is like at first I was like ah Natalie especially the first twenty to thirty minutes of Harry Potter really isn't that exciting for a young kid because yeah. not much happens. And then once they get to the school, it gets a little more interesting as things are going on and things like that. And, you know, when the troll comes out, that kind of scared her originally. I'm like, ah, it's just a big dumb troll. It's yeah. fine. No big deal. Um, but then she's like, you know, she just asks questions and questions and questions. A lot of times she'll turn to me. She goes, can you answer these? Because I don't really know. Yeah. I'm like, I got it. I was like, I'm all over it. 
Um, and I told her, I go, you, you wheel out a whiteboard and you're like, all right, uh, let's so, start. Time travel. All right. So according to what J.K. Rowling wrote originally versus what this garbage movies that are coming out now, which completely fuck up the timeline, but we'll get to that. If you read the manuscripts. Yeah. Which, by the way, I was, I was reading some stuff because I just recently watched Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah. And um, did you like it? Eh. Yeah. It's okay. It's a setup movie. Very much a setup movie. Yeah. And I'm not as big of a Harry Potter nerd as other people are, but a lot of people have complained that it ruins the, the time that has been laid out as far as like when things are happening. Okay. In the movie or and I not guess I'm what not has been as savvy to that. So I, I could, yeah. I, I'm not the one to refute that. So well, I'll, I'll get, believe it. Yeah. It's things like, you know, Oh wait, Dumbledore is at the school at this, at this year when in actuality he should have been there like 10 years later. So it's kind of like, he couldn't have been at the school. At that time, there's uh, people apparently know the timeline of the stuff really, really well. Same thing with McGonagall. Apparently okay. she wasn't supposed to be there, but, and that's where I feel like we're getting a uh, George Lucas approach to some of this stuff now. Yeah. Where it's like, Hey, Look at this last name. You recognize this last name? Because that's in that other stuff. And I'll tell you what. When the next one comes out, mm -hmm. I've got a massive Harry Potter fan that we can have on and Ooh. then we can lay this out. Oh, great. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Uh, because that's that's the thing where I'm like, you know, I get where this new series is building to. It's, you know, the fight between Dumbledore and Grindelwald. Yeah. And, um, you know, some people are like, what? Blood Oath? Have you, have you seen Crimes of Grindelwald? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. They're like, Blood Oath? There was no Blood Oath. They just fucking fought each other, right. you know? But again, they're... I do think it's interesting that they set up uh, a love between them. Yeah. They did set up a relationship. So, like, it's not that, oh, I think Dumbledore might have been gay. He might have had a... It was just, like, flat out... No, they were together. Yeah, they... <laughs> They were very overt about that. That I was just, when their hands touched, it was ah! I was like, "Whoa, okay, yep. got it." Ah, yeah. okay, yeah. sure. Um, choo choo. <laughs> it was more like choo choo. <laughs> Avada <-ca> choo choo. <laughs> Avada -ca choo choo. Which is another thing. At the end of Chamber of Secrets, by the way, uh, interesting note when Harry gives the book to Dobby, which has the sock in it. Um, and it frees Dobby. Yeah. And Lucius Malfoy turns to attack Harry. He's starting to, to say Avada Kedavra. Is he? He goes, Avada. He's going to fucking kill Harry Potter right there at Hogwarts. He was going to murder that kid right there on the spot. But how happy would Voldemort have been? Just right. to go like, all right, hey, cool, we're good. But I was like, dude, like how? Right. I didn't catch that. That is... It's, it's, it's funny because I, I read an article somewhere where someone had pointed that out, and I was like, I don't remember that. And yeah. I watched it just there. I was like, oh, shit. He was going to straight murder that kid at school outside <laughs> Dumbledore's office. Yeah. He's going to be like, fuck you. You stole my elf from me. Like, you, what? What? Right. That's like, it's fuck you, you back to fronter. Unforgivable yeah. curse. Just bam, right. dead kid. Like, what? I'll be leaving now. Come, house elf. He just goes, oh, shit, I did it. Yeah. I did it. <laughs> Skips away. <laughs> Disapparates and mad. That's another thing. Everyone was like, I, I thought it was kind of nitpicky you know, when, when the um, uh, Crimes of Grindelwald, people were like, I thought you couldn't apparate into Hogwarts. Yeah, but, but didn't they apparate onto the but onto were, the bridge? They were outside. Right. Yeah, I was like. So again, like, is it where that, like, you know, when are you on the grounds of Hogwarts? Is it when you're on the bridge? Is it on the, in the like, next to the forest? Is it yeah. inside? I thought, I'm because I had the same thought. I'm like, I guess they're on the bridge Technically, now when they did the um, in the the final uh, Harry Potter where they did the 
the protective the dome around the, the school, it did go out to the bridge. Mm-hmm. So that was technically covered. So if you're going to go by like that parameter, sure, that's on property. But I always took it to mean like when you are in the like in or on around the castle, like the bridge is still this weird no man's land. Mm-hmm. You're going over a giant crevasse. Yeah. yeah. Essentially, they're going to if you're going to teleport in, you have to do it at a point where you have to cross. Like it's it's a it's a checkpoint that they're going to force you down, right? Yeah. So if you're going to apparate in, cool, you're out just outside the bridge. You got to walk across the bridge and right. it's something that they can monitor. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. You're not just going to be like poof, I'm in the defense against the dark eyes classroom, right. and then poof, and then poof out. Right. Like that's where I was. I was like, guys, fucking relax. Poof into the cafeteria. Poof. Take a few of these. Yeah, and right. Poof. Like that's where I was like, okay, relax, right. you fucking nerds. Like, calm down. But I didn't mean to operate into the wrong bathroom. It just happened. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just I'm not a huge fan of what they're doing with the prequels. I'm like, where we could really explore. Yeah. This I love the idea that they went with uh, a character like uh, Fizz gets lollipops, whatever his name is. Um, there we go. Um, <laughs> like, there's no way you got it that wrong. See, I can make up Newt's names. Commander. I'm the best. Uh, you really are. <laughs> I, I, I do because what they are succeeding where Star Wars failed in that they're not following Harry Potter. They're no. not going to his parents, his grandparents. Like, yeah. it's a completely like, sure they've got Dumbledore there, but they are they're following it. It's like Rogue One. They're mm-hmm. following a different person. But the thing this. I don't like is you've got the Lestranges in there, and you've got. These but the thing is, you have. I, I think in a in a sense, you do have to include elements from the world that you know. Like I think it's almost sure. I sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no it's fine. I was done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think that's where I would disagree with you. Is like um, it should be completely complete nonsense. No, you should absolutely have stuff that you know, and that's where I feel like. Things like them casting magic and the fact that this is a guy who wrote a book that Hermione read. I mean, that alone is a really nice offshoot. Yeah. When we start bringing in some of these other families and stuff like that, especially when you introduce Lestrange into this and then, spoiler she dies. It's like, wait, where are the other Lestranges? Like, what? Yeah. You know, I'm like. Well, I had the same thought, too, because I'm like, if she's, where's. Beatrix, then. Yeah, and I was like... Or Bellatrix, uh, or whatever, like, yeah. Uh, okay, and then, you know, it's just like, there's this other Dumbledore, which I'm like, wait, was there ever another Dumbledore, like, officially? Because there's, there's Albus and his brother, Abathor. Oh, yeah, Abathor used to run the... He ran the inn yeah. that Harry Potter so came now, back to. So now, that. apparently, there's a third one? Oh. Because that's what uh, the Flash is. He told him he's a, he's a Dumbledore. Oh, fuck, that's right. And I was like... Uh, in fairness, I watched this on an airplane. <laughs> no. I don't necessarily remember Unacceptable. All of this. Unacceptable. Yeah. Get with the program. Sorry. <laughs> so uh. I was like, uh, I, I just would have preferred, again, yeah. have the Dumbledores uh, of the world be cameos yeah. or have them be side characters. And I love the Newt's Commander. I loved yeah. the whole exploring of the first movie. It was ah, still didn't sit well because I thought it was kind of boring. But the idea See, of seeing... I enjoyed it. I was, thought the first movie was really good. I thought it was okay, but I was like, who are these characters? I don't care about any of them. But see, now you're talking out of both sides of your mouth because right. you can't, like, you're you're like, I want brand new characters, but I don't care about these brand new characters. Like, Well, that's just bad storytelling is what that is. How? how? Because I could still care about characters that I've never met before, but if, from my perspective, when I watch the movies, I'm like, I don't feel like I care about these guys. Well, what could they have nothing done, to do with them being what new. What could they have done to make you care about them? Like, how did they not set that up for you? Well, it's just like, you know, you have the love interest, right, in, mm-hmm. in that movie. I was like, I don't know who you are. 
and I don't. But you meet her in the in the film. They get. You're to, right. I did. I I sat down with her and yes. I was like, "Tell me everything about yourself." Right. Where'd you go to high school? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Come on. What's what was your wizarding bullying years like? Right. Tell me about that. No, it's like yes, I'm introduced to these characters, but I don't feel like so when things are happening, when dire circumstances are happening, if so, it's like, oh my god, they're in danger. I don't feel that like, oh my god. Don't let them go. Well, they're not gonna. You know, they're not gonna die. Well, it's just situations there, like there that. Like no. I've seen, I've seen movies where I'm drawn into characters. I'm like, oh my god, what if? And I care about. They they make me care about the characters and what they're going I'm through. I'm just curious as to what what was missing for you then. Well, because I, it's like, it's been a while since I've watched it. I remember and I know watching it. Sometimes it's not a tangible thing that you can like put your finger on. I, I just, get that. I remember just being very sort of meh about Newt, and being very meh about the New Yorker guy. And what the whole purpose of the movie, hmm. and and everything like that, and <clears throat> I didn't, I don't know. I guess I didn't fully understand exactly what the Flash was in that movie either. It's, I don't know what his I love name. Love that is. you call it the Flash. Um, and it's just, it seemed like kind of a jumbled. They were trying to, they were trying to hit all the the points of a of a Harry Potter movie where they try to give you red herrings and mislead you. Because at the very end, you're going to come across something that's like, oh, it was this the whole time, yeah. and things like that, and. And I just it, it tried to it tried to replicate those elements, and I don't feel like it landed them as solidly as it could have. But I also think that you're playing from behind the eight ball because you <clears throat> you have such a such a beloved legendary story that will go down yeah. as like one of the big like how Tolkien wrote Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings and like for it even now today that's still but like when mm-hmm. he wrote that that was like this defined this this sure. era. I, I fully believe that Harry Potter takes that mantle mm-hmm. for this era. Like the, the 90s, 2000s, like that is Harry Hands Potter down. land. Yeah. Without a doubt. Um, but I, I lost my train of thought. Um, you're saying that. Uh, oh, I think you're playing behind the eight ball because you're, you're following up to a movie that was that intensely loved. And you're making it a prequel, which is a real big it's risk. hard to do. Especially when you created a world. Yes. And you're doing world building and then you're adding to it. And at the same time, in some situations, like again, for some people, they're not adhering to a timeline that they've already established as far as like who's sure, here when, sure. and it doesn't add up. It sort of it pokes holes in that world in a way that can irk people. Sure, and I get while that. some of that stuff, I'm like, fucking chill out. I also <laughs> get it because you're not honoring what you've already created and you're making tweaks and stuff yeah. for the sake of a story that is also at best kind of lukewarm to me. I, I, I can I can respect where you're coming from. With because that. Yeah. I imagine, because the thing I loved about it was there was, when you, especially when you read the books, like the, the whole people would talk in hushed tones about the duel between Dumbledore and Grindelwald. Right. And you're like, whoa. And there was not a whole lot clear about it. And I would love to see that. And that's obviously what they're building towards. But at the same time, like they're crafting so much stuff around it. They're kind of like building up in a way where I'm like, I hope you can deliver. I'm not going to lie to you. I did have the thought to that point that I'm like, I almost, and again, watch it on the plane. So Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, it it is what it is, but I almost did have kind of a hard time. I'm like, there's a lot to track here. Like we're following a lot. Like we're starting to really kind of splinter off. We got a lot of things happening. Yeah. And I, it took me a long time to really like grasp what we were doing with the other Dumbledore. I was like, I don't know where your story is taking you. Yeah. So I do, I do understand where I'm like. McGinney's in it. Well, and so we, we have a new, uh, new person popping in here. What's up, new person? Uh, State your name, your sex, and your location. ASL, baby. (laughs) Uh, Etoy07. 
Uh, first time here, met Jared when he visited mutual friends in Indiana. Turned oh. me on to you guys. Love your show. Nice. Thank you. Welcome aboard. Uh, can't wait to share all these movies with my daughter someday. She's only yeah. 11 months old right now, so I have some time. Hey, congratulations. Uh, yes, congrats. And then he said Nagini was a cool backstory, too. Maybe not needed, but was cool. I agree. I think, and I know you don't like it when we explain where things come from, mm-hmm. uh, but I did think that it was kind of cool to see... To, to know that I'm like, oh, Nagini was a, I don't know if they call it an animorph or whatever they call the people they can change into. But like the more that she changes, the longer she stays in the mm-hmm. that form, yada, yada. I thought that was cool. Again, I don't know if it was like paramount to the, or like a necessary crux of the story. I mm-hmm. just think it was cool. No, that's a good point. Like I, I look at that stuff where I think that the, this person described it best. It was completely unneeded. It was unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And that where it looks to me is it feels like pandering. It's like, guys, guess what? Nagini's in this. You know what I mean? I'm <laughs> yeah. like. But but they didn't lean into that in the nowhere in the beginning in the <coughs> previews or anything. Mm-hmm. <coughs> did I see them go and Nagini? Yeah. Like they didn't really lean. So that was just something that they kind of like kind of sprinkled into the yeah. story. But at the like, same like, time, like yeah. I, I feel like it just it wasn't necessary. You could have saved whatever time you spent on that. But also they probably were like, well, how do we get you know the Flash? We got to connect it out yeah. of the circus, right? Or I was like, it could have just been anybody. It could have been it anything. Could have been, because but again, why did she yeah. have to be Nagini? But why? I, I, this is my part where I, I feel like I argue with myself, but I, I, I always land on the opposite side of that. I'm like, but why not? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that because you do a. Pre- I know we've talked in, in depth about, like, in Star Wars, like, leave the Skywalkers alone. Like, spread leave out. Alone! Leave Skywalker alone! <laughs> uh, <laughs> I sound like I cried. <laughs> <laughs> leave Britney alone! Uh, you spread out and, and, and explore more outside of the things that we know. We've talked about mm-hmm. that, but I do. I don't think that there's anything wrong with bringing tying in elements to what exists because mm-hmm. I think that is you're you're doing. You're, yes, it's a little bit of, of you know uh, fan service, and it's a little bit of uh, you know what pandering. But I do think that it it kind of it helps to build if you can see like oh this movie connects to this movie with this thing. Like it, mm-hmm. it does, I think help to build the larger world. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I, to me, I wasn't upset that Nagini was in it because I'm like, okay, that's another connection point. That's another mm-hmm. thing that they're, they're connecting these two worlds with. But if you're trying to build a greater world, why get, why be stuck with the characters that you already built? But if you only focused on Harry Potter mm-hmm. or the, the Potters, mm-hmm. I would agree with you. Mm-hmm. But bringing in like a sub character like Nagini mm-hmm. and not really focusing on her. She was in scenes, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like, now let's find out the backstory of Nagini and let's see exactly. Like, mm-hmm. We didn't delve into her backstory. True. So I think just the fact that she was just kind of there and you're like, oh, that's got it. Like I, yeah. to me, that made it for me, that makes it richer. But at the same time, I look at that, I was like, and this is me, and I already know what your response is going to be. I was like, I don't need Nagini's backstory. I don't. Do we I, need any of this? I mean, I, I don't need to know how the snake became a permanent snake, and that right. the snake was actually never once a permanent snake. It was a, a beautiful woman in a circus. It's like, I guess we can add it to the wiki now that Nagini was originally a woman in a circus, and you know, yeah. Because I love it. It's like, the more she turns into a snake, eventually she will be a snake, is the guy, that the ringmaster. A, that was, was like, a bit of exposition that I'm Get like. Get and she will serve the dark lord. Wait, who, what? She will become a horcrux. What? Wait for the first book. <laughs> I I will admit that that <laughs> bit of exposition was very heavy handed. Get it? Right. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Those are the things where I was like, uh. Because the things that I love if, is. If they had just sprinkled in that she was Nagini, showed that she at one point transferred in, transformed into a snake and didn't 
lay into that. Yeah, right. That would have been. I would agree. That would have been better. If I would have loved like, it. Did if, they say Nagini? Like, and yes. you're just like, holy shit. Now, wait, now that? you're talking like my kind of thing is if he would have been in the circus and that was one of the acts and stuff, and it just it was, it was a quick thing. It was like on a poster board. It was like woman who becomes snake right. Nagini. Or, be like, oh, cool. And he just travels with anyone else, anybody else. I don't even know? mind him traveling with her. But again, to I, I, I think for me, what went over the top was the the. the the spelling out, uh, spelling it out in big bold letters. Yeah, because also like what I'm afraid of is that she's gonna have an arc, where we're gonna figure out how she became. That is a that is a worrisome point. Yeah. This sidekick yes. of Voldemort, where I'm like, because she seems like a really good character. I'm right. like, there's a there's an Anakin moment in here, isn't there? <laughs> I saw <laughs> dreams. So you know. where I honestly thought this movie was going is not that he was going to be a Dumbledore, but uh-huh. that his real name was Tom Riddle. That he was like, going to be I a dumbass. Honest, <laughs> yeah. I honestly thought that they were going to, that was going to be the big reveal. And I'm like, mm-hmm. if they go there, I'm going to be pissed off. Yeah. Like if I, if they make this guy, that's not your real family. Mm-hmm. Your actual name is Tom Riddle. <laughs> And then Nagini's like, what? <laughs> and just trans- transforms into a snake at the sound of his name. <laughs> like, I thought that's where it was going. I'm like, all right, this is going to be, this is way too predictable. Oh I God. can guess it. It's far too predictable. Yeah. It's just, you know, because what I've loved about that stuff is you get to see the monsters, yes. like in the creatures. And, yes, yes. And getting yes. to see uh, America, you know, with. Uh, with, with their. Thank God. Finally represented in movie. You get to magic. see America. See how that stuff works, and then also like going to Paris and yeah. seeing the whole world, like how they like all that magic, no pun Different intended, exists. Yeah. And I'm like, those are the things that I love, and yeah. I love to see, and you know, I love experiencing that sort of stuff. But it, it just it feels very. Newt seems like such a weird character to me. Like I really want to like him, <laughs> I really do. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm just like, ugh. You know, I don't know what it is about him. There's something about him where I'm just like, God damn it. And of course, Nicholas Flamel has to fucking show up. He's the guy with the Sorcerer's Stone with his... Did not catch that. What? Yeah, which one was it? He was the dude in, in Paris. Like, he's the guy that comes, shows up and helps. He has like the... He gets, gets his arms broken by the New York dude because he okay. shakes his hand. He's like, ah, I'm 639 years old. Yep, 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 yep. I remember That's him. That's Nicholas Flamel. Cool. He's the guy that has the Philosopher's Stone from the first book, the first movie. Yeah. I was like, does he need to be in this? Yeah. Like, really? Yep. Fucking Flamel needs to be. It's like, those are the things where I was like, fucking Flamel. It's like, all we need to see is C-3PO over there being built by fucking <laughs> Fatty McGee in there or whatever, you know? <laughs> It's like, Jesus Christ. Or he's like, I got a great idea for a movie that involves robots and space wizards. It's like, what? You know, wizards in space, you know, but with swords. You're a wizard here. Yeah. Then there's wizards up there. (laughs) And maybe wizards down there. Wizards all over. (laughs) Ah, it's just, I I don't know. Those those were the things where I was like, I don't need, I do not need those references. Flamel is such a no who gives a shit sort of thing. Yeah, he created the Philosopher's Stone, all that sort of shit. Does not need to be in the movie. Like, just doesn't need to be there. Explore. I love the. I love the stuff of. I just kind of wish even uh, was her name Letty Lestrange. Was that her name? Sure. Sure. Um, if she wouldn't have been a Lestrange, it still would have been cool. You know, that whole story about, you know, she had birthed this. I love that sequence of, you know, Dumbledore doing the whole, uh, you know, uh, the, 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 oh, fuck, what's the name of the thing that turns into whatever you fear the most? 
I forget. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see that because like this is something they've always done, and out comes this very beautifully and sad thing that she fears, and it's she's like, what is this? It sounds, it seems very just traumatic, and there was a lot of really cool moments. And I was just like, I just wish she wasn't a Lestrange because the whole time we're like, whoa, Lestrange. We're thinking right. about Lestrange. And then she dies and you're like, okay, well, that was nice. And some right. of the people were like, Dumbledore never taught defense against the dark arts. I was like, oh, wow, I don't know where that's written, but right. cool, I guess. And they're like, how come he looks like such a dapper Dan and he's not wearing robes? I was like, that's actually a kind of a fair question. No, it's not. You don't start wearing robes until you're 300 years old. What about the kids in uh, Harry Potter? Yeah, well, that's school uh, uniforms. <laughs> yeah, right? Because someone took a picture, like, here he is looking super hot in his three-piece suit. That's fair. And then it's like, in what, 10 years, he's going to be looking at It's like the picture of him wearing his big purple robes and his hat. They're like, how do you go from this to this? Like, it's what happened? It's the 20s to the 80s. That's a lot of time <laughs> to pass. It's a big time to do it. You know what I mean? Big time to pass. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a little okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um, that's a dumb thing to point out, but at the same time, like, it's a good question. I yeah. want answers. That's... <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> answers, please. So, if you just want to make Jude Law look hot, I'm okay. I get it. That's, Makes sense. That's the other thing is that I could not. I and this is just maybe just me, but I now I can't not see Johnny Depp in a role. <laughs> like anytime I see Johnny Depp in something now, I used to be like, yeah, he disappears in his roles. In this movie, I'm like, that's Johnny Depp with a contact lens. <laughs> that's so true. That's him. Yeah, <laughs> like that. Got a haircut. Yeah. Yep. I was, you know, I was actually kind of surprised when Savage, they Savage, Dior. Brought, <laughs> I'm gonna bury my necklaces. Wasn't, wasn't that a? Wasn't that a? a, a it's a, a commercial that's still airing. A commercial that yeah. got a lot of flack. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think they got sued by like a Native American tribe or something. Yeah, because yeah. they're like you're assholes. Yeah. <laughs> no, anyway, but I'm Johnny Depp. I'm Johnny Depp. Savage. Yeah. Dior. <laughs> I hate perfume commercials. They're terrible. They're so dumb. That commercial specifically, it's it's running again, and I keep watching it. I'm just like, why are you burying your jewelry? How does that help anyone? How does that make you smell better? The mob can't find it if you bury it. <laughs> I drove out to Nevada. <laughs> I took I bur- a lot. I buried the evidence. <laughs> I took three pounds of mescaline. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of weird shit, man. Yo, what's with perfume ads and just being so fucking over the top stupid? I'm like, how does this relate to your product? <laughs> it's a feeling. Sorry, Jared goes, every time I see Johnny Depp, I can't not see him being a dick that tried to defy Australian customs. What? I don't remember that. You don't remember that? No. He took, he and his uh, wife or girlfriend, I don't know where they were at the time, uh, he and his, his partner. He and his Sheila. Went, uh, he and his Sheila went to Aussie, uh, Aussie land. <laughs> to go on the couch. The new theme park in yep. southern Missouri. Um uh, yeah, and then he had to do a public apology. So they they went there, and apparently you can't. You they weren't allowed to bring their dogs, and they brought their dogs, and it's some sort of a I don't know vaccine something disease. I don't know, but basically Australia was like you can't have them. And Johnny Depp and the woman smuggled them in, and Johnny Depp was like fuck the law. And then they found out, and they got in big trouble, and yeah. they kicked him out. I think Jared, correct me if I'm wrong, but did they not? Did I think they banned him from the. The country, like he's not allowed to go back there or something. Australia doesn't fuck around with that shit. And no, they were like, "Look, we have laws. You break them, the fuck out." Mm-hmm. We were a prison. <laughs> Australia, we were a prison. Come visit. <laughs> 
emphasis on the were. Right. It's like were is a big capital yeah. with underlines. We were a prison. But yeah, it was one of those uh, in a transatlantic yeah. accent. We were a prison. We were a prison. <laughs> now we're a now we're an amusement park. <laughs> See, come come to Perth, eat some Tim Tams. <laughs> eat some Tim Tams and have some outback beef. Right, have some outback beef and an outback jack. <laughs> um, quarantine matters. Don't fuck with it, Steve yeah. Irwin. <laughs> oh, you remember Steve Irwin? R.I.P. Yeah. So uh, there's one. Uh, sorry, <laughs> he had to do a bunch of charity stuff. Oh, good <laughs> uh, well, for him. or he had his, his uh, assistant do the chair. Yeah, they they added him in in post. Right. <laughs> Make it look like it was here. It was like the the boys with uh, the deep doing. Oh, like otherwise he was going to be banned. Oh. So that's so he had to do stuff to show that he was sorry. Oh, okay. He was on the beach picking up garbage with a spear. <laughs> Put a little little stick with a, ne- a nail at the end going, yeah. okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, Jared says muck muck. I don't know if that's uh, Australian slang for oh something. Oh, my God. Justin just said it. It's on the internet now. He said it. He said it. Yep. <laughs> I did, and I stand by it. I stand by <laughs> muck muck. <laughs> uh, there is uh, <laughs> there's one other way that they could have taken <laughs> the prequels to Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Just Avada Kedavra's all around. Avada Kedavra's? Avada Kedavra's all around. You know what I'm talking about? What's that? I think it was that book that they get made. It was Harry Potter and the Throwdown. It's the Throwdown. <laughs> so today's Throwdown. Yes. Uh, today's Throwdown is going to be between two franchises. Oh. Uh, Steve Irwin doesn't swear. He says muck, not fuck. Oh, well, he doesn't sw- He doesn't say anything anymore. Uh, sorry. That was about a spit take right there. Uh, sorry, I he love... He doesn't say shit anymore, Jared. I, that was, that Shut was, your mouth. I love Steve Irwin, R.I.P. Um, and his family's awesome. I've met them. Um, so False. <laughs> wonderful blokes. And Sheila's... <laughs> So uh, today we're doing a throwdown between Outback Steakhouse <laughs> and Outback Jack. <laughs> Do it. It's got to be Outback Jack. Why? Hands down. Outback Steakhouse has the blooming onion. Yeah, it's a lie. <laughs> it's a thing. I've eaten it. Sure, but it's not Australian. And I have shit hardcore after I yeah, ate it. Yeah, because it was a true American it meal. It has things that it will do to your body, Of Doug. course, just like Olive Garden. So Olive Garden is a fucking amazing place. Okay. Don't you ever... Besmeech Olive Garden. Besmirch. Muck muck. Don't you ever. Muck muck. I'm going to scream that tomorrow at work. That's going to be my goal. When you, you, something's going to happen, I go, muck muck. And people are probably going to look at me like, what? Tonight, when you have sex, to the listeners. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, what? Who's I that? just assume you're going home too late. <laughs> when you, I was like, you're being very you presumptuous to think that I'm going to have sex tonight. When you climax, you need to do one of three things. Oh, boy. Either scream, muck muck. Chugga chugga choo choo. <laughs> or uh, what was the third thing we had today? <laughs> I don't know. Sk- Sheila. Sheila. One of those. Sheila. Just go, Sheila! <laughs> One of those three. Those are your choices tonight. Oh my God. All right, so Outback Steakhouse <laughs> versus Outback Jack. Dude, any real Australian place, franchise or otherwise, I will take them kicking the fucking shit out of anything American. Hands down. Yeah, we're not talking taste-wise, though. We're talking 
You're right. <laughs> I was like, in what other way? What? I feel like the fact just the, the kitchen fact, staff fights the American staff. Just they're the fucking fact dead. that they've got outback beef. That that alone. To your point, they're that like, alone. Like, no, that's a knife. Like they right. they will pull out whatever they All have. All right, we've got nukes. Yeah, well, we've got outback beef. <laughs> Next. Yeah, right. They're muck, like muck, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> muck, muck, motherfucker. <laughs> Like, do you know how many poisonous snakes we murder on the way right. we get to work just to punch in? For what do you think Outback Beef is made of? Yeah, right? Poisonous snakes. The bodies of people who got bitten <laughs> by poisonous right. snakes and fucking, you know. Right, Outback Beef is just dead carcasses <laughs> from people who were killed by Australia. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, there's no doubt. Outback Jack. Outback Jack for the win! Outback Jack for the win! Quickest win, easiest Sorry, Outback win. Steakhouse. You, you lose. fucking lose. All you day. lose, bitch. You lose, pa. Yeah, wow, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun, man. Thank you for that. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Oh, wow. So uh, what uh, what do you got to uh, promote or suggest to our fine, fine <clears throat> listeners? I am going to strongly recommend Netflix's series, The Dark Crystal, mm. Age of Resistance. You mm. sounded just like the I, Chamberlain. I did not. Uh, not the second mm. time around. There we go. Uh, it is a uh, prequel which, if you've listened to this podcast, you know Doug loathes prequels, and I'm not too big of a fan of them, typically. Uh, we both agree, this prequel, solid shit. Very, very solid. Uh, it might buck the... Uh, it might muck-muck. It might muck-muck our take on prequels. Yeah. Uh, this, this really uh, outdid itself. Um, it's a prequel to the 1982 movie, uh, The Dark Crystal, and uh, I strongly recommend that you guys binge it, because next week... You will be hearing our uh, conversation with an all-star, yes. a Mind Gap all-star, who's coming back on to talk about it. Yes. And he, this was his request. He's mm-hmm. like, can I come on and talk about this? And we said, you can fucking absolutely come on. Yes. and Because we have been wanting to have this guest back for a long time. Yeah. And not to mention that Justin had never watched anything with the Dark Crystal. And I was I, I've really seen, ch- I've, like, I knew of like this yeah. weird movie. Like, I, I didn't know. Yeah. I'd never seen it. But like I knew it existed, and I've seen like clips, and it, I never yeah. really got it. After watching this, I'm like, I am into this world hardcore. Yeah, I was like, I'm really curious how Justin is going to handle this. Uh, I don't know if this was his cup of tea, um, but I was very pleased to hear that you've enjoyed it. So uh, I have more than enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. so we will be uh, definitely covering that next time. So if you haven't watched it and you want to avoid spoilers and fucking watch it and then join e- us next week. Etoy07, huge fan of the Dark Crystal, apparently. I, uh, yeah. You I, said finally practical. If he or she, I'm not sure. So, uh, they, that person God damn it, Justin. said finally, finally practical effects done right. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, yeah I mean, leave it to the Jim Henson company to fucking nail puppeteering. Yeah, they know yeah. what's going on with it. It's really well done. Jared, you absolutely should watch that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would what like about you? I would love to recommend the new album by the band Tiny Moving Parts called Breathe. Okay. It's fucking incredible. Is that incredible. the one with the really weird looking lead singer? It's funny. I was watching one of their videos before I came over here today and I was like, oh yeah, this is a guy that Justin doesn't like. I like of. him. Great uh, sound, terrible look. No, there's a, they're a fan, they're, I hate labeling genre. I don't like to put people in boxes, uh, but I think the kind of genre is known as Midwest emo or also math rock. That's kind of what they're called. I have tuned out. You said math. I know. But it's really, really good. I'm a huge fan. I've, I was a fan of their last album and their album before that. And they just released this uh, last week. And I've been listening to it nonstop. Huge fan. Check it wherever you stream or buy music. It's Tiny Moving Parts. Breathe. It's a fantastic album. Check it out. Uh, you won't be disappointed. There you go. Yeah. There you, you go. You know the episode's done when our water runs out. When the, when the water, water runs dry. When the water runs dry. 
Okay. And then I'm also going to throw out Sitch Creek because I have to say it every time. Yeah. It's a fucking amazing show. Yes. All right. Now, <laughs> if you want to follow us, yeah. you should do it yeah. on all our social medias. Uh-huh. We're at MindGapPodcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're also on YouTube. You can find our channel there where we post all of our Twitch streams and our audio and our previous episodes. Uh, as well as some additional silliness, such as Doug watches awkward videos and Justin plays video games. Um, yeah, I think that's all we do. That is about, it's a lot. It's so, a lot. Yeah. You can also email us, mindgetpodcast.gmail.com. Very if you true. guys ever want to talk to us or suggest anything or whatever. And Justin also exists in a digital realm. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It is the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Spotify, and on Google Podcasts, wherever podcasts are sold. You can subscribe to us, rate us, review us, like us, share us, all the things that we like when you do. Uh, and then 2east8th.com slash mindgap. And then just keep an eye on all 2east8th stuff. Hopefully sometime this week uh, we'll be getting a rough cut of Sid Penrose. And then it's on to uh, uh, doing the score for it, color correction, uh, revisions of uh, the cut, and then sound mixing. And then we should be good. So hopefully sometime before the end of October. We'll see, question mark? We will see. Yes. Awesome. Justin, thank you. Doug, Thank you. Twitch, thank you. Yes. And we will see you all next time and have yourself a lovely day. Mind Gap Podcast.